Thanks for listening to Embodied Astrology. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied intuitive and consulting astrologer. These free month-ahead horoscopes are intuitive channelings and explorations of overarching themes, opportunities, and challenges for your sun and rising signs in the season ahead. In this episode, you're tuning into the audio horoscopes for Virgo season, August 22nd through September 22nd, 2021. I always suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. For those of you who prefer to read rather than listen, you can also now find written transcripts of these horoscopes on my website. Remember that astrology is a creative practice of interpretation and a symbolic language. Every astrologer has their own perspective on what the symbolism is saying. As you connect with the horoscopes I'm offering you, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. Make the meaning that is most meaningful for you, take what works, and leave the rest. These horoscopes and transcriptions are offered for free. Your donations and subscriptions support this work and sustain the people who make it happen. Check the links in the show notes to leave a tip or make a one-time donation. You can find more information about my extended content subscription in the show notes or on the website. Other ways to support this work include sharing it with your friends and networks and leaving affirmative reviews on your listening platforms. Thank you so much for your support. Happy Virgo season. Are you ready to take your interest in astrology to the next level? Are you interested in exploring astrology experientially and cultivating your embodied intuition? You can now pre-order my new online embodied astrology workshop series, Your Chart is a Body, an introduction to embodied chart reading where you'll learn to identify, interpret, and synthesize the three main components of an astrology chart signs, planets, and houses, all through an embodied somatic lens. This workshop is specifically designed for body workers and healers, therapists, physical performers, dancers, actors, and others who are interested in the intersections of astrology and somatics. Intermediate and advanced astrologers will gain somatic techniques and perspectives that will help deepen and integrate their practices, while beginning astrologers will appreciate an approach to the symbolic language that leaves a majority of the math and complicated delineation rules behind and gives access to astrology through the immediate wisdom of the sensing body. The recorded class will be released in early October. Pre-order now and receive a $75 discount through the end of August. Check the show notes or embodiedastrology.com for more information. Hello Taurus, welcome to your month ahead audio horoscope for Virgo season, August 22nd through September 22nd, 2021. This horoscope is for Taurus sun and Taurus rising. Welcome. Virgo, as you may know, is another earth sign, uh, complementary to yours. And I think that as we transition into this season, you are going to be getting some good and probably much needed support, especially after whatever Leo season brought you. Um, Leo season was intense and a lot got opened up and also triggered that have to do with some of the major um, and, and really like essential themes of the astrology this year. And the astrology of 2021 centers around what's happening uh, in Taurus, actually, and what's happening um, in a fellow fixed sign, Aquarius. Um, so Taurus is part of the fixed cross in astrology. These are four signs that all occur in the middle of seasons. Um, 
seasons, of course, <laughs> being phenomena that happen um, in certain parts of the world. And tropical astrology deals with the sun's rotation, excuse me, the earth's rotation around the sun and kind of divides it up into quarters and divides each of those quarters into three parts. Anyway, uh, the middle of each of those quarters would be what we might consider to be the middle of seasons. And when we're in the middle of something, we are in the greatest intensity of it. We are in the kind of peak of its power. And so Taurus, as well as Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius are all signs that really speak to an accumulation of power. And for your sign, for Taurus, the accumulation of power is within the earth element. Taurus is an earth sign. And when earth is in its accumulated power, it is solid right? It is dense. It is heavy. It is built into something. Um, and you've heard this, I'm sure, a million times. Taurus as an energy has a hard time with change. And change is exactly what is happening as the planet Uranus transits through your sign between 2017 and 2025, 26. And what's happening in 2021 is kind of highlighting this change and pushing on it and triggering it and poking at it and not letting you ignore it. And Leo season especially uh, brought in so much force, I think, and uh, momentum into the change. And so however you're feeling this, you may be feeling it deeply internally, things are changing inside of you. And therefore, as you change, you are changing in the ways that you are alive and relating. Um, and there may be tons of changes that are happening in your life. I'm sure that many of those changes are somehow catalyzed and or propelled by you and the changes that you're going through. Or those changes are catalyzing and propelling you to change significantly. And of course, there's so much that's happening in the world. And it is a really intense and unpredictable time uh, in the world in general for everybody, um, definitely for some people more intensely uh, and dramatically, but no matter where you are, uh, there's nowhere to hide right now. There is absolutely nowhere where things are not um, being pushed to some kind of threshold and being asked to change. Now, as we move into Virgo season, we move in with the emphasis of a full moon. And the full moon perfects just hours before the sun ingresses Virgo. And that means that that full moon uh, occurs technically in the tropical sign of Aquarius. Um, and in that full moon and in the energy that it is bringing, there is some kind of culmination um, of effort that you have been making to very practically and I think maybe materially change your life. And I don't know what this looks like for you, but it feels like you are forming and structuring and restructuring your life right now in some really remarkable ways. And you're making really important choices about how you want to be in the world. These are choices that, while they're probably not permanent because nothing is permanent, they also are setting you up for something that is definitely more than temporary. 
and it feels like you're making choices with some kind of long term in mind. And when it comes to what you are doing with your life, and I mean this in a very broad way, like what are you doing with your life and what kind of person do you want to be? What, do you, what are you upholding in terms of your energy? What are you building uh, in, in all areas of your life? But then also specifically, what is, uh, what is your role here? What is your social function? What is your purpose? What, you know, for some people, this does mean your work or your career, um, but not everybody, you know, and, and the place that you occupy in society or in your community um, in the future in terms of the legacy that you leave, these are some questions um, that are coming for me right now. And it feels like this is where you're focusing and structuring and, and trying to kind of create a new path for yourself. And whatever questions you're asking of yourself right now when it comes to what is the purpose in your life and how are you building this purpose or how are you uh, supporting yourself or setting it up, um, a couple of things. You know, first thing that I want to say is that even though you're making choices that are setting you up for some kind of long-term experience, you're also still in a place of a lot of question and a, and a lot of restructuring. And it is important that you allow yourself to be in that place of question and restructuring, even as you're making important decisions. And this allowance um, and appreciation of experimentation um, is going to help you. And the more that you can like rest into emergence as a way of being, right? Like you are emerging. Uh, you are not a fixed or final form, the easier it's going to be, I think, for you to navigate the parts of your life that are more stable feeling, even though that seems kind of contradictory. So for example, if you are trying to build your career or restructure something about your work, and you know that you're feeling like, wow, a lot is changing and you want to do something that's different and you know you don't want to do the thing that you were doing before, the feeling that I get is you still don't know what you want to be doing in the future, but you have some ideas about it. You probably don't know how to get to that place that you imagine in the future it could be, but you have some ideas about it. There are some uh, experiments that you could perform and if you can be upfront about that with the people that you're working with or who you're working for or with yourself, if you happen to work for yourself, and engage with this kind of experimental space that you're in, in a way that invites others to be experimental with you or invites them to be experimental on their own, um, but really explicitly does not invite them to assume that you're going to stay the same, um, it will be helpful for you. And I think it'll actually open up new opportunities. And this is where it can feel kind of counterintuitive because Taurus as an energy is invested in security and, and 
maintaining kind of like comfort once it's been found. And so if you're trying to change in ways in your life that feel like they're kind of pushing you a little bit to an edge, this is what I want to say is that when you communicate with people about the changes that you're going through, and when you open up to the nature of change as a collective experiment, and you invite other people into it, and you frame what it is that you're doing as an experiment, but you try and give the information, as much information as you can, this is what I want to try, this is how I want to try it, this is why, this is what I think could happen, um, you, we could check in on these dates and see how it's going, then people will relax. But there is a need for you right now to um, be mindful of your relationships because your relationships are helping you change. And the change that you want to experience, you will experience because your relationships help you experience the change. And so don't give anybody the idea that you're going to stay the same, right? Like, like even if it feels like you're trying to hold on to some security and you're like, no, 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 for sure, you know, I'll do it. But inside you're like, oh God, no. Have that conversation, right? Like, like bring it forward, bring it to the table. Um, so when we come into Virgo season, we're coming in with a ton of energy, right? There's been some kind of portal. You are changing. You are physically manifesting change in your life. And because I think a lot got opened up in Leo season, then as we get into Virgo season and there's more earth energy for you to be working with, it feels like you are given more and more creative energy. And this creative energy is in some ways subtle. So you have to use it. It's not just going to like maybe pop up and inspire you unless you are focusing on it unless you are taking it up, but you have a lot of creative energy. And this is a great time for you in this season to be um, being creative, right? And so what is creativity? Creativity is play. It is spontaneity. It is imagination. It is not a fixed destination. And so if we go into some kind of creative practice with a whole set of rules about how we're going to be creative, um, unless those rules are very spacious, like an open-ended score, um, then we probably won't really get to the creative energy. And right now it feels like you really want to stimulate your creative energy in whatever way that makes sense to you. And so I'm going to say that on a feeling tone, your creative energy is stimulated when you feel present and playful. And so there's plenty of serious stuff going on in the world, plenty of serious stuff going on in your chart, especially when it comes to, oh my God, what am I doing with my life and how is it going to work? And somehow you have to find a deep breath in. Somehow you have to find some levity. You have to find some release. And you have got to let go and play a little bit. And your playfulness can take a lot of different forms. It can be productive. It can be um, somewhat serious in its nature. But when you can give yourself over to some kind of creative process or practice, uh, practices uh, as we move through Virgo season, you are deeply supported. 
I want to say that children child energy is very supportive for you right now as well um, you can connect with your inner child that's a great place to begin <laughs> what how does your inner child want to play let them take the lead uh, any children that are in your field in your life um, you might look to them as guides ha have them help you remember how to play um, there is some significance here in the Taurus solar charts that there may be things that are going on if you're a parent uh, there may be things that are going on with your children that are actively uh, kind of provoking some of the changes that you're going through or that as you're changing of course things are changing for your kids and so if there are spaces of tension or misunderstanding or if there is conflict that's arising um between you and your children, again, if you're a parent, um, it is a really good time to have conversations with your kids about what's happening for you. And so I'm going back again to saying, the more that you can let other people in on your process, the better it is for you. And that includes your kids and it doesn't matter how old they are. If you have a two-year-old who's still learning to talk, you can still talk to that two-year-old kind of as you would to an adult, like give them the information um, and trust that it's going to get absorbed for them somehow. And if you can be open and be transparent with them, they'll have more to work with. And you don't want to be hiding yourself right now. You don't want to be keeping things undercover. You want to be out and proud with the fact that you're changing and evolving. Uh, Mercury moves into Libra on August 29th, and this movement sets it up for a retrograde. We'll have Mercury retrograde between September 26th and October 18th. Mercury will retrograde from 25 back to 10 degrees of Libra. If you have Libra placements, uh, make sure to check them out. Um, the retrograde shadow is the period of time when Mercury is moving direct over the area of sky that it retrogrades back over. And the shadow begins on September 7th and it ends on November 3rd. This retrograde really brings a lot of focus to your daily practices, to the ways that you uh, seek and cultivate and maintain balance in your daily life. This is a time for you to really be working with the themes of balance as you live. So this could be work-life balance. This could be... Um, balancing your diet you know this could be uh, other other kinds of practices where you're literally practicing balance like meditation or yoga or something like that um, but this is a great time for you to look at what fills your days up and where are there imbalances do you spend a lot of time and energy in certain places but you actually need to spend more time and energy in others um, when it comes to your health and to your well-being, uh, are there places of imbalance in your body, in, in your, um, you know, kind of holistic sense of self, like mental, emotional, psychic, spiritual, relational? And how can you work towards uh, better balance for yourself in your daily life? How can you care for the many aspects of your being that need care uh, so that your life in turn can feel more balanced? Uh, as we move into September, and, and don't worry, I'll be back next, next month with a lot more on that Mercury retrograde. That's going to be the main theme in Libra season. 
but but for this season at least, um, we're just in the shadow period. So we're not quite into the retrograde yet, but it is something to start to think about. Um, as we move into September, uh, there is emphasis for you on, again, your creative energy, your life energy, what it is that you are producing or giving life to or giving birth to. Um, for those of you who are parents or who are wanting to be parents, there might be a lot of energy around your kids during this time. Uh, if you're not parenting or even if you are, this is a time uh, where there might be a lot of energy around what you are creating. So literally what you are manifesting in the world and how you want to move into the future from that place. So who are you creating for? What are you creating for? What is the potential future that you're wanting to open up? Um, this leads us into a new moon and the new moon on September 6th is a really powerful new moon for you. I highly encourage you to take the time on September 6th to honor this new moon. It is a new moon that is in exact trine to Uranus in Taurus, uh, this figure of change that I started the horoscope talking about. And a trine aspect is a flowing, uh, lending energetic. This is a new moon that is coming in uh, in the depths of the part of your chart that has to do with your creative life energy, what you give life to from your own life. You are unique. There are lots of people. <laughs> Everybody's kind of similar. Uh, some of us are real different. Um, but also, you are unique. There's no one, no one ever in the entire existence of anything has ever had the experience that you've had. You are the only person that has that perspective. And in this unique and special vibration that you embody, what do you give life to? What are you creating? What do you want to actualize from your life? What are you here for? And I don't mean this in the sense of your legacy or what people are going to be remembering you for. I mean this in the sense of your spirit and your soul. Like, what are you here for? What, what are you here to experience and express? This is a new moon that wants you to remember that. It wants you to reaffirm that. And it wants you to commit to holding space and practice and presence for that. On September 10th, Venus moves into Scorpio, your opposite sign. Uh, Venus will transit Scorpio until October 7th. This gives um, support for you in your relationships and uh, is also a symbol of potential allies or accomplices or figures of support that are coming in um, when it comes to what you are trying to do with your life or do in the world. This is a good time for you to be reaching out and connecting with people and also tending and caring for the relationships that are important for you. On September 14th, Mars moves into Libra, where it will transit until October 30th. And this um, brings even more emphasis into the Mercury retrograde themes and suggests to me that you have a lot of energy to be working on whatever it is that you are working on right now. And whatever it is that you are working on, you really want to apply yourself. 
especially as we get into middle of September and then move on into October, this is prime time for you to be focusing and applying yourself with whatever it is that is important for you. Um, I do want to say that that relationships, um, again, are a big theme when it comes to you being able to do the work that you want to do. And especially as Mars comes into Libra, it um, kind of brings a, a symbol here that you want to approach relationships in maybe some new and different ways uh, that you might want to be reaching out with invitations or offers to connect with people. And again, you really want to be direct and you want to practice being direct. If you want something, what is it that you want? How clearly can you articulate it? If you don't want something, same idea. Um, when you are direct with other people and when you give them information, it helps them support you. Have conversations that are honest and upfront and try not to get freaked out by being honest or being upfront. You know, you might have needs that conflict with somebody else's needs. <laughs> you might have desires that somebody else doesn't desire. That's okay. That's part of being a human. And it's also part of building resilient, healthy, sustainable relationships because we're different, right? We're different. We want different things all the, all the time. You know, we, we disagree all the time. We hurt each other's feelings all the time. It's not that we want to avoid conflict. It's that we want to become skillful in conflict, right? So conflict can actually illuminate um, our growth potential and it can help us to, to form deeper, more trustworthy bonds. When we're able to work through conflict and disagreement and find repair, we actually have a better relationship, right, than we did before that because we've worked through something. At least a lot of the time that can be true. Um, so this is a, you know, another kind of under underline on this theme of people are here to help you right now and you got to see them for that even if it feels like they're in, like antagonists somehow um even if there's disagreement that disagreement can be a learning opportunity for you but don't be avoidant you know move into the relationship and move with care um, with Mercury coming up into its retrograde and especially moving into its shadow as, as we head into September, um, it is a good time to move slowly. Don't be forceful. Don't try and coerce anybody to do the things you want to do. Do not be coerced. Do not be forced. If you need time with something, give yourself time. And especially when it comes to contracts or agreements, um, let things be experimental, right? Like be honest, you're in a space of experiment. So you could commit to something uh, maybe for a specific amount of time, but not forever, right? You can, you can try something for a month, three months, a year, whatever, you know, but give yourself parameters that allow you to evolve. The 14th, 15th, 16th of September brings some pretty heavy energy into the field. Uh, for some people, th this is, you know, dense. It's like dense energy. Um, for, for some people, um, and, and especially for Taurus rising folks, Taurus sun folks, um, I think that this could be a really profound time for you where you're doing like a lot of kind of like heavy lifting, like there's dense weighted energy in the atmosphere and you are able to 
feel things and see things in new ways and maybe move with them in new ways. It feels like there's uh, the potential for a lot of kind of like cathartic transformative energy for some of you. Um, but for other folks, I also want to say that this could feel like a lot and it's already been a lot. So it's more on top of more. And um, you, you may really just need to, to rest or give yourself some space to um, re recoup a little bit. Uh, there's also some themes kind of coming in around this time that emphasize relationships and working things out with people. And like, there's just a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot, right? More on top of more on top of more is the theme of 2021. Um, and these couple of days are pushing us towards a full moon and that full moon perfects on September 20th. That's a full moon in Pisces. And this is a full moon that um, illuminates, uh, again, kind of the realm of the social and who you are involved with, who your friends are, who your communities are, and how you want to be involved, what it is that you want to nourish and grow in these spaces. There's also an emphasis on your future and really what you're seeding for yourself now. So because there is so much dense energy as we move into this full moon, uh, it feels to me like this could be a kind of like cathartic time for a lot of people. And there may be a a significant buildup of energy um, as we get to the full moon and then kind of like some meltdowns. And that can often happen at the full moon where it's like, you, if, if you burst into tears and completely lose your shit, it's okay. You know, like try, try not to lose your shit on other people. But like, if you need an emotional release, um, you'll know it because you're going to feel agitated. You'll feel foggy. You might feel like really overwhelmed. You might there might be a lot that's happening in your inner body that makes it hard to focus or something. If that's how you're feeling, watch a sad movie, you know, like get yourself to cry, give yourself some kind of instigation to release some energy. If you're not a person that can just cry at the drop of a hat. Um, and you might be, you might be able to cry at the drop of a hat around this full moon. And if you do, it's a good thing because you need some release. Um, some of you will find that this is an incredibly inspiring time and you feel really guided and connected with your guides and two hands together and a deep bow to you. If that's you, I, I hope that it is. Um, I'm going to leave it there for now. I hope any or all of that is helpful for you uh, moving into this Virgo season. If you want more astrology with me, check out your year ahead report for 2021. That's an hour and a half long reading special for your sign where I go over the major themes, opportunities, and challenges of 2021 for Taurus or for any other signs you're working with. Um, and those readings are discounted now by 50%. And you can find them in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. If you're interested in learning astrology, then also check out my website and the subscription offering that I have. You can sign up by donation and you'll get access to my month ahead calendars to worksheets and tools that help you work with astrology in your own chart, as well as invitations to twice a month meetups. Um, these are workshops and embodiment practices that I offer every month and then community and conversation spaces where we gather and learn about astrology together, um, working with our charts and working with the major and current themes. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram at embodied astrology for regular astro updates and musings, 
all the information, my workshops, classes, etc., uh, and more on embodiedastrology.com. If you enjoy this work, please share it with your friends and networks, subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite listening platforms, and of course, your financial donations are always so appreciated. I am sending you so much love and best wishes in this Virgo season. Bye for now.